0: First, it's so joyful again uh, to be with more and more people every week uh, at Mass, physically. And we continue to pray for all of our brothers and sisters that are not able to come to Mass yet, or they're looking on uh, technology and so forth. And we continue to pray all of our brothers and sisters. Now, first, uh, this evening, I want to just share, in my own experience at least, and possibly all of us as our family, a couple of upswings with great, great, great news. Uh, The first was the baptism, for the first baptism, for me at least, after COVID-19 began. And so right the other night, Wednesday night, little Stephen Uso was baptized. And that was just, it was almost lifting uh, a weight on my shoulder. Because I have this, you know, things that we're going to do. And we're looking in July, just so you know, on Wednesdays for First Communion, Confirmation. Hopefully the baccalaureate, even though it's late. Uh, That just made my day. Uh, Absolutely, to be be able to baptize a little soul, a little body, (laughs) unbelievable. And then, if you haven't heard this yet, but we do now have a bishop in the Diocese of Duluth. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Uh, His name is Bishop-elect Michael Malloy. And if you remember uh, how Bishop elect Peter Muich from our cathedral went to Rapid City, their administrator at the cathedral in Rapid City is now coming to be our bishop. <laughs> so, absolutely unbelievable. And so, I heard this on Friday, my day off. Uh, ben Freeman stopped a lot more before me because I was up till or I woke up about 10, 10.30 because it's my day off. And I was able to watch him on. Uh, WDIO, I, I think it's still on there. You can see the the stream streamline about that. But what a humble, holy man. And I was just tearing, not with sorrowfulness or grieving, but just with joyfulness. Because I know that we have our shepherd back, a new shepherd uh, for us. And our prayers that we've been offering for many times, unbelievable. Uh, and thank you, God. And let's pray for uh, both... Uh, for Bishop-elect Peter Muich as he goes to <laughs> Rapid City and vice versa. For Bishop-elect Michael Malloy, And I mention that because in my experience it has been very stressful. And I, maybe I've said this ago and I, and I apologize because I'm like many of you that, that sometimes the days and the weeks just meld with each other. I mean, I'm thinking about you know our Bishop, Paul Silver, went through a bankruptcy, sexual abuse... In our diocese, he then passed away. He then in, we went to COVID, and then we went into the chaos around our country, uh, especially against racism or those that do have racism. The violence, the looting, all of that—it's so deeper than just just one-liners or thirty seconds on on news, Facebook, whatever. That I know I've said that over and over, but. I think the readings for me has been so powerful the last several weeks and I think if we continue to follow the Lord, we can only help ourselves because all of us are individuals and we have our own responsibilities and our souls. We need to clean that up, go to confession and then we can go wonderfully in the world, in the secular world. And so today I just want to mention the readings in in order of the different ways you may think and pray, and maybe read them again. Uh, Because God always speaks us when we need to hear Him, which is basically all the time. But we might be pricked in our conscience and our soul, and what's going on in our hearts, what's going around in our community, what's going on in our state, what's going around in our country, and the world. So first, Jeremiah This is cool for me because we're praising the Lord as we do at Mass. We praise the Lord and for he has rescued the life of the poor from the power of the wicked. There's a line right now. We see that over and over and over and over in the Old Testament, the prophets, Psalms in a special way, and Jesus Christ himself. How can we praise to the Lord for what he has given to each of us living in a great, wonderful country? And how do we support the poor again? And how do we avoid for being a wicked person that have richness on this world? Right there, first reading, boom. Responsorial Psalm, for the Lord hears the poor Again, over and over and over, we'll hear that. And I think in our country right now, I hope that we're all hearing that. For the Lord hears the poor and His own who are in bonds. He spurns not. But the heavens and the earth, praise Him, the seas and whatever moves in them. Right now, we have one-third of people in the world. And part of that is in our country. That cannot eat, that are starving, or they cannot eat food or drink water that is clean. One-third of our world. And most of us are very blessed. I mean, look at look at our church, look at our buildings that we have just for our Catholic Church. How do we individually, with our families, our lives, our ourselves as a family, to serve the poor? And then. I recommend that when you, when I heard about that, that, that word what about those in bonds? So we just heard a responsorial song. I recommend that you read the bishops of the United States and their letter against racism. It's titled, Open Wide Our Hearts, The Enduring Call to Love a Pastoral Letter Against Racism. In a very special way, when I was reading it, it, was very powerful and probably the worst sins in our country. With our brothers and sisters that are American Indians, blacks, and Hispanic brothers and sisters. Now, Bishop-elect Michael Malloy, he talked in his few minutes. He didn't talk that much. He just said how proud he was that he was in several Positions in South Dakota with the American Indians, and he one of his first said, things he said was how proud he is to come to serve our the American Indians in our diocese. That's right up from right up front with Bishop Elect. What amazing image! I mean, the first day to hear about our new Bishop Elect. All right, so then Romans. But the gift is not like the transgression, the sins against us. For if by the transgression of the one, the many died, how much more did the grace of God and the gracious gift of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow for the many? Once again, the more we are closer to Jesus Christ, the more that we can grow in our hearts that we can be forgiven that we can show and get rid of the bonds of our souls the more we can support our neighbors that they may be freed of their bonds of their body mind and soul as our jobs to follow Jesus as disciples and finally in Matthew Jesus said to the twelve fear no one fear no one Nothing is concealed that will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be known. No matter what we may experience, with chaos, with darkness, with sinfulness, judgment, even death itself, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. And I'm not mentioning just to you as my brothers and sisters here in International Falls, but in our community, in our state, in our country right now. For all of our brothers and sisters, whoever in fear, do not be afraid. And if things are quiet or we're not hearing anything here, we're not experiencing that great love or that mission forward or those gifts or things we want, those fights that were going on in our body, mind, and soul, know that this is the only A world that will be here for a while if it was just about this is the world and the chaos and the the craziness yeah that'd be hard and what's the point well point is that we'll be going to heaven that's our goal that's our goal to serve everyone we know and everyone has a different mission every day and once again if we are with the Lord if we're locked in with him we'll help Everyone that we're called to from God to follow His will in our hearts.